Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. Welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, and today we're talking with Dr. Fane Fry uh, from West Nyack, New York. And if you listen to the regular show, Dr. Fry gave us some great information as far as uh, skin care, uh, looking at uh, potential issues with skin cancer, the three forms of that. And and she's great, and I hope we have her back again. Um I got a lot of information out of that, and I hope you did too. But she has agreed to submit herself to the famed lightning round in the after hours. So, Dr. Fry, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, If you could play a round of golf with one of your golfing heroes, who would it be? My father. Okay, good. Did your father golf a lot when you were growing up and stuff? He was. My mother said she was a golfing widow, and uh, my dad still golfs. He's 92, and I would love to go out there and play around a round of golf with him. Good for him. Good for him. Um, if we put your skills, you now this could be your medical skills or your golf skills or your parenting skills, whatever, uh, but if we put your skills to music, what would the music be? Uh, Debussy, Claire de Lune. Really? Good for you. Good for you. So, um, Dr. Fry, if you could dine with a historical figure, they can be still alive or I always tell people we'll, we'll go dig them up if they're not. But uh, that's the sixth side of radio, by the way. Hmm. Uh, but if you could dine with a historical figure, who would it be and what would be on the menu? Oh, boy. Dine with, dine with a historical figure. Maybe Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. I think I'd love to dine with Abraham Lincoln and what would be on the menu? Um, probably a turkey dinner just because he's so American and uh, I like a turkey dinner. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? Uh, probably a dolphin. They seem playful. They love the water and uh, they seem intelligent. So I think I'd like to be a dolphin. And they always seem happy to me. I do. Yeah, they always seem happy to me. They get up there and do that flipper thing, and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, what's one thing you miss about your 20s? Um, I mean, I know you're only 32, but I'm telling you, you know, you have to have great memories from your 20s. Yeah, yeah, from my 20s. Uh, I was a dancer, and I miss going out to the clubs and dancing a lot, which I don't do anymore, which I loved when I did in my 20s. How come you don't do it? Uh, time, life uh, gets in the way. Um, I used to dance in Studio 54. We did disco. I did Latin ballroom. I loved it. I had dancing partners. Um, I think just time. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 life got in the way, I guess. There's there's no other really good reason, but. Uh... We might have to do a separate show on your adventures in <laughs> Studio 54. You know, that that's, that's my era too. So even though I was never there, but yeah. Um. 
What's the worst movie you ever watched? My dinner with Andre. I'm not even familiar with that movie. It was a, it was, I just went in with the wrong expectations. As interesting it was, it was two people sitting at a diner or a dinner at the table, having a conversation. And that was the entire movie for two hours. I, I just, I couldn't get into it. Oh, wow. Um, do you have a favorite movie? Um, probably the wizard of Oz. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or yeah. Gone with the Wind. That's another great classic. That's another great classic. Mine is Casablanca. That's just so you know. One. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh if you really want this is I've been in a couple movies and stuff, but if you if you watch what Bogart does, there's one scene that really does it for me. There was a, a ruckus and uh the, the police came and the Germans were there and they arrested this guy and uh actually i think they ended up shooting him but you know they're getting um um the the bar in the casino everybody calmed down and he walks by this table and there's a um a cordial glass that is tipped over it's just laying there it's tipped over you don't even really notice it but he stops and this is what a real bar owner or restaurant owner would do he looks at it he picks it back up, sets it upright, and just keeps going. And it's those little things. That's I'm kind of a movie buff, but I really that's one of the things I like about that. Okay. If you could erase one mistake from your past, what would it be? Mistake from my past. Um I think maybe I took life too seriously when I was younger. Yeah. I think I would uh, a little more levity when I was younger. Um I'm not sure it was a mistake. I just think as you got you get older, you get a little bit more wisdom. So maybe if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I am today. So if that's well, when you're in medical school, you've got to be pretty serious all the time, don't you? I mean, they that, yeah, that's I mean, you have to be focused. Gig. You have to be motivated. I was all those things. Those are good things, but um, I think what I think of as important today is not what I thought was important 25, 30 years ago. Sure, sure. No, I understand that. Um, are you more of a formal wear or a sweatshirt kind of person? Uh, I like to dress for the occasion. So if I'm home, I have no problem with a sweatshirt, but if I'm going out, I don't mind uh, taking that sweatshirt off and putting on something a little nicer. There you go. Um, <clears throat> what is the, the dumbest thing? that you've ever seen a patient do no names no names but maybe a patient that you kind of lead you into this a little bit uh that you warned them about or you did this or they came in and they said hey doc i found this new home remedy it's drano and axle grease or something and they smeared, <laughs> smeared it on themselves you, can you give us an example um, of that oh my god there's so many <laughs> uh, i had a patient who put um she was told oils are good for her. So she put, um, it was a citrus oil all over her face, thinking it was going to apply vitamin C to her face. And then she went outside and was in the sun, not knowing that citrus in the sun is a bad combination and came in and had an entirely burnt, blistered face. I was going to say that had to blister her. It did. It did. And that was probably one of the dumbest things. 
Um, I, people ask me about home remedies and I'm like, eh. you know, in the kitchen, those, those products are made to be cooked with. They're not meant to be put on the skin. And, um, again, just cause it's natural doesn't mean it's good. Poison Ivy is hundred percent natural. You don't want it on your skin. Right. Um, so that's sort of a, it's sort of a marketing thing that people believe because something's natural, it's good for you. And that's what she believed. And so she put, and of course the vitamin C, all the marketing for vitamin C on your face. So she kind of put two and two together and thought she'd put this citrus oil on her face and got herself into a little trouble. Yeah. She put two and two together and came up with a minus seven on that thing. <laughs> um, always, <clears throat> always keep a little Vaseline around though. If you don't have any, this, my, my off the farm home remedy here, if you had dry, a dry skin patch, we either use Vaseline or we used, um, a product called bag bomb that was actually developed for dairy cattle, but it has a lot of lanolin in it. So if you ever, uh, in the old days, farmers that I'm not talking about commercial operations, but they had a milk cow, um, their hands were usually pretty soft because they were always applying, um, bag bomb to the udders and stuff of the cattle. And, uh, I still have bag bomb in my house. It works out great. Yeah, no, bag bomb's a great, it's a great product. Um, I, I have to say it's, it, it is, it does have lanolin in it, but it's mostly petrolatum, petroleum jelly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think petroleum jelly is probably the most versatile product on the market. I can think of all, I mean, it, I could think of 10, 10 things you can do with it from runaway eyebrows, chafed noses. You can use it as a lip balm. You can use it for earring insertion. If you can't get your earrings in cuticles are dry, dry elbows, dry knees. Um, and so bag bomb is really a, a, you know, it does have other ingredients. Lanolin is one, um, paraffin wax. It's got water, uh, and, and it's got petrolatum in it. It's, um, it's again, a very good occlusive and I can understand why those hands on those farmers, uh, were, were, were soft. Yeah. And the, also, if you've got a, if you have trouble, uh, putting a, a washer and a nut on a bolt, little, little bag bomb on there, slide that baby right on. I can tell there you that. You if you could get a lesson, a golf lesson, we have to get back to golf for a minute here, Doc. Uh, if you could get a golf lesson from one touring pro, who would you pick? Oh, Tiger Woods. Okay. I figured that, but, you know. That's an easy one. Um, when we were talking, a minute ago, we were talking about, you know, the worst movie you ever saw. How about a concert? What is the best concert you ever saw and the worst? I'm assuming they're two different things. Yeah. Um, the best concert I ever saw. Well, I like classical music, so your listeners aren't going to like my choices, but I go to Lincoln Center. I, I've seen some great concerts down there. Um, the best, uh, I went to a Beach Boys concert once when I was younger. That was really fun. Good. Um, the, uh, Billy Joel. Oh, he was phenomenal. I saw Billy Joel uh, at the Madison Square Garden. He was phenomenal. The worst concert I ever went to. Um, it was probably so bad I blanked it out. I don't know. I have, I'm not a huge concert uh, goer. I haven't been in a long time. I can't even think of a bad one. I'll yeah, honest. the only ones I could tell you about was when my kid was in school, and we used to have to listen to them sing when they were little. They were funny <laughs> and they were great, but the the musical quality left a little something to be desired. <sighs> uh, okay. Um, we talked about travel in the, in the regular show, Dr. Fry. And um, 
you've traveled somewhat. I don't know the extent of your travels, but what would you say is the worst part of your travels and the best part of your travels? Well, I've traveled a lot. Um, and I think the best place on the planet I've been, which was absolutely phenomenal, was to the Serengeti. And I went to Africa and watched the migration of um, most spectacular sight to see these animals migrate uh, in the most beautiful continent. I have to say that was phenomenal. Um, I was in India a few years ago, and I loved the cultural diversity of India, but the, probably the worst thing to see was the poverty of those slums. It's a, It was a shame to me that any human being has to live in those conditions um, in, in today's day and age. And so uh, traveling is is humbling. It, 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 uh, you see the best and the worst. Uh, yes. I've and, not been to India, but I've been to a lot of other places in the world. And what you just said, when I was in uh, Brazil, uh, that struck me. I was in Sao Paulo. And when I got there, it was at night. So you really didn't see anything. You know, there was city lights and this and that. When I was leaving, uh, it was 10 o'clock in the morning. And when the driver was taking me to the airport, um their version of a freeway to get to the airport. There was these cardboard houses, huts uh, on the hillside, uh, all for miles. And you would see, um, I saw a couple of them actually, people tried to get up and poach electricity from the power lines uh, because they had no electricity. They had no water. These were cardboard shanties, you know, like that. And a couple of the guys that crawled up there didn't make it. They didn't know what they were doing. They got electrocuted and they just left them up there as a warning uh, to, well, they that government and stuff didn't really care much about that. They just had too many people. So um, I found that very interesting too. A beautiful place, Brazil. A lot of interesting things. The Amazon, the, you know, uh, the, the rainforest, the jungles lovely people uh for the most part and all that but there was uh sao paulo i'm sure is like some places off um in on the african continent where people bring their kids to town because they can't feed them and they dump them off mm -hmm. and they leave them and they there's a whole story about that and if maybe off the air sometime you and i talk about things i'll tell you those stories but i found that really almost shocking to me that uh how those how those things happen anyway let's talk about something more more pleasant um what is the hardest part of your job probably dealing with your bureaucracy for patients who and you prescribe something and their insurance won't pay for it and they can't afford it because uh, what companies pay for today it's all about contracts and what people are paying for so a lot of times patients don't get the best care because the insurance won't cover what they need. Yeah. Um, that's probably the most frustrating thing to watch the decline of the of medical care, um, mostly because of the costs that are rising. And uh, so that's probably the most difficult aspect, aspect for me. Um, I would think so, because if I'll tell you what, if anybody can figure out a, when your insurance sends you a, a statement and what they uh, what they uh, were charged, what it was applied to it, the, the patient portion and all this stuff. The math doesn't work most of the time for me. So I don't know how you, somebody's got it figured out, 
but it's not me. So there <laughs> you go. There you go. Um, when and if you ever retire, Dr. Fry, what do you want to do? Um, I'll probably keep advocating for the consumer, help people, uh, empower women mostly, but men too, into sure. um, facing the world, not so much facing the mirror. Uh, I find we've become a very superficial um, society. Uh, we live in a culture that defines beauty as tall, thin, and young. And a lot of people who aren't tall, thin, and young feel bad because of it. Um, so I would like to be a spokesperson for what really matters as I get older and hopefully wiser. Um, aging is a process and our country has, a, our culture has made it into a battle. And I'd like to instill the value of, of the older person. Um, and younger people need, need older, the older wisdom more now than ever before, I think. So I, I'd like to do something in that space. Good. Excellent. Um, this is kind of an abstract question. But I usually get some kind of you're kidding type answers. Um, what would your last meal be on death row? Hmm. Well, it's probably fried chicken and French fries. There you go. <laughs> Maybe some uh don't judge me, some hostess cupcakes for dessert. I love that poison. It's wonderful. <laughs> hey, if you're on death row, who cares? You know. It's, it's, you're not on a long-term plan anyway at that yeah. point a handful of m&ms would be good yeah yeah uh <laughs> me it would be like uh red velvet cake um i love real a real southern style with pecan frosting and stuff red velvet cake that would be one thing i would have to have the others would be like a a steak from Painted Hills, some Chinese food, and some crab, and I would be good to go. Take me <laughs> away now. Take me away. Okay, this is the last one. Uh, this is your uh, chance, Dr. Fry, to give your message to the world. And what would your message to the world be? Oh, wow, that's a good one. I think my message to the world would be to be kind. And that health matters and that kindness matters and uh, to be yourself, to believe in yourself. Uh, I think a lot of people have really um, great ideas and they have um, dreams. And unfortunately, I, I see a lot of people's dreams are, 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 are knocked down. And, and I, think I, I think I would tell people to believe in yourself and, uh, and, and, and live, live your dreams. There you go. Dr. Fane Fry from West Nyack, New York. Her book is uh, called The Skincare Hoax, but uh, she has given us some wonderful information for us golfers out there talking about how to help yourself uh, potentially avoid any one of the skin cancers and um, kind of keep it a little more pliable and, and going forward. Uh, Dr. Fry, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jeff. It was a lot of fun. Oh, you're welcome. And you're welcome anytime. Uh, we will be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. Uh, don't forget, you can find the shows on any of the um, social media platforms and the podcast platforms. And so uh, it is what it is. And like I said, we'll be back. So you all take care. And like I always say, be kind.